Welcome to the Branding with Video podcast, your one-stop shop to take your brand to the next level. If you're ready to learn the best tips and tricks in the industry to dominate your brand and become legendary, you've come to the right place. So strap in, listen up, and let's do this. Welcome to the Branding with Video podcast, where we help you to leverage YouTube to build your business, position yourself as the expert in your field, and to get paid doing what you love. Whether you want to listen to experts who have built successful businesses and scaled them with social media, or it's solo shows where I just drop as much value as I possibly can. If you want to use YouTube to stand out in your industry, this is the podcast for you. Today's episode of the podcast is actually a live stream that I did with Sev. Sev was on a previous episode of the podcast where he talked about how he built his business on TikTok, how you can grow and scale using TikTok, and so many other gold nuggets. So if you haven't listened to that episode, put episode number one on your list to listen to after after you listen to this, but Sev has wanted to grow on YouTube for quite some time. And so I brought him on the live show, let him ask all the questions he wanted. There are a couple of times where we pull up Sev's YouTube channel. So if you want to be able to see the things that we're talking about, we are going to have to go to the YouTube video. But if you are just listening to the podcast, you will still get so much value out of this. There are so many gold nuggets and you will learn how to grow your YouTube channel this year. So let's hop into the show. Got Sev back on for round two. Uh, we are super pumped this morning, kind of uh, flipping the scripts with like last time. If you didn't see it, you need to go watch it. But we talked about how to grow on TikTok and there were so many golden nuggets that Seb dropped, and today we're uh, filming the script so I can help Seb with YouTube. So we're going to let Seb ask all the questions he wants. How are you doing, Seb? Yeah, good, good. And thank you for having me again. really enjoyed it yeah. the last uh, time we had a chat. It was uh, all time. And I'm um, keen to yeah reverse the uh, script and see how I can pick your brain about YouTube because it's yeah, been, a, been a platform that I've been involved in since the start of it in um, 06 and I've always wanted to make videos on there. I just never had the realization that you don't really need a super awesome camera. Remember my first viral video ever actually going back there was um, an ad that I figured out how to pull off the TV and upload it as a YouTube ad. And it did like 150,000 views back in like 2006, 2007. And I didn't think much of it. I was like, oh, that's cool. And that's it. <laughs> and, uh, but yeah, ever since then, I wanted to be a YouTube, like, uh, put video game content on there. I got an Elgato back then. And I just lost it because I just didn't think that anybody would care. And this was before PewDiePie. This was before Laserbeam. This is before oh, wow. all those guys. When yeah. uh, there was still a feature page on the front uh, YouTube channel where it was still all like just little thumbnail videos across and it would update every day and you can scroll down and see the previous day's content. And I'm semi regretting not being consistent at being an early adopter and, and keeping that dream alive because, oh, don't know where we would be now, but successful yeah. on TikTok because I learned from that mistake, adopted TikTok early and over a million followers now and there. I'm very grateful that I learned my lesson from YouTube and now I'm here. But you're saying that there's still hope that I can get onto YouTube and make a difference. I interviewed a yeah. man called Mark Tilbury from the UK. He was in lockdown over COVID. He's a he's an entrepreneur in his fifties doing uh, doing some stuff with uh, um, talk, just just giving people value. And him and his son just recorded lots of content on TikTok, YouTube, all the rest. And now he's got over a million subscribers on YouTube in like a oh, year. Wow. It's crazy. He got the got the golden mark and everything. And he's got like seven million followers on TikTok. Just like 
He, I, I rate him up there with Gary V and Alex Hamosi. Like, oh, no wow. cap. And yeah. he's just all time, like, he's cool. Like, he's relatable. And just no, not trying to sell you anything whatsoever. Sorry. Yeah. It's okay, Siri. Um, but, yeah, so with that, um, with TikTok as my, you know, leverage platform that I can pretty much funnel people into the YouTube, mm-hmm. that's great. But how do I capitalize on it from the YouTube side as well? That's pretty much like the, without without saying it, how do I get started? <laughs> yeah. No, I think, and the beautiful thing about the time that we live in right now is there are so many social media platforms. The hard thing about that is that there are so many social media platforms. And for you, you've built an incredible following on TikTok. And I think the hard thing, and when I first started, you know, helping people with TikTok, when I first started doing TikTok myself, it's like, oh, like, oh, this should be easy. Like it's a video platform. You just send people over to your other video platform. Like this, this is not a big deal. And then I realized, um, in fact, I believe it was a line from Alex Hermosi's book. Maybe, maybe it was, um, I, I can't remember which author I listened to too many books, but he's like, um, in fact, it wasn't Alex Hermosi, but he said that people like to listen to podcasts, like to listen to podcasts. And you're like, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. It's like, yes, but if you like long form audio content, you're going to listen to a lot of long form audio content and short clips might not be your favorite thing. And that's mm. part of the issue that we're having now with YouTube as well. And the YouTube shorts algorithm and the long form algorithm. Uh, in fact, we can talk about this if, it, if you're interested, but it's, they're not the same. And there's some issues with them right now, which mm. are frustrating for people who either whether, whether you understand it or not, it's frustrating. Uh, but that said, so for TikTok, you have to, design a strategy and be very compelling when you say, Hey, here's how I'm going to get people over to YouTube because it's not as easy as just like, Oh, Hey, I have a YouTube channel. Um, I have a cousin or my wife's cousin and she has 120,000 on TikTok, And it's like, Oh sweet. Hey, let's get your YouTube channel started. And it has done well relative to someone starting new. But in my mind, I was like, you have 120,000, you should be able to get a few thousand subscribers on YouTube. No problem. Super fast. And it hasn't been that way. Um, you can be more successful. If you've already built success somewhere else, you have the skills, you're a content creator, like you know what it takes to grow. And so yeah. there are a lot of things that you've already you know, overcome that YouTubers have to overcome when they first start. But it's also not just as easy as like, oh yeah, cool, I've got one over 1.1 million. Like just, yeah, let's push it and we'll get 10% over there easy. Cool. Um, but you can absolutely be successful. Yeah. So if, I mean, 10% is a great number at 1.1 mil. Um, yeah. Like, early days when I started doing because back in 2019 I was committed to making YouTube and I wanted to make a video every day and god did I fail by the seventh or by the seventh day um just was not been wasn't able to do it because the editing took too long and as much content as I had back then it was just took too much of my time which is a problem that is easily fixed you know find a good editor give it to them and away they go but yeah. and then and then I got into the YouTube Studio. Uh, there's like another platform that does it all. YouTube something, it's like a third party thing, but it's integrated with oh. it, and you get like all these. Oh, like uh, TubeBuddy or VidIQ. Yeah, or like, TubeBuddy. That's the one. TubeBuddy. I love TubeBuddy. That was TubeBuddy very helpful, you know. Yeah. But I just, I, I'm at the stage where I just want someone else to help me do it, right? Yeah. Um, but I still have to make the content. 
And I'm at that point now where I need to come up with an idea that will work. And I had uh, a friend who had talked about just before we started recording. No, we did. I just mentioned him, Mark Tilbury. His oh, son, yeah. Curtis, um, I got in, t- in contact with him and um, I paid him to give me like the insights. And what he told me was the vlogging stuff is kind of getting old simply because of the algorithm. And correct me if one of us is wrong. Um, with the with the videos, people discover you. And if you're doing a vlog, they don't know who you are. So why should they watch your content? So the, the kind of the flip needs to be what is the hook at the start and mm-hmm. then a payoff at the end and then keep them interested throughout that time, including... Um, the retention because retention is everything right so i'm just this is how much i know about youtube at the moment my problem is i'm i'm doing stuff all day and i don't i I don't want to stop and go oh yeah flip this that i'm used to to go like this and go Mm -hmm. okay uh all right this bit because i start doing it and then i forget because i'm just busy and yeah. then at the end, I make a video. I'm like, oh, yeah, it's all done now. You missed the yeah. whole process of it. And then, <laughs> missed everything. So, but that's good. it's good that, you know, it doesn't work like that now because yeah. the vlogging stuff is not as relevant. So now I'm trying to think of more interesting videos that are, uh, he said the, like the, the, the golden um, length is about 10, 12 minutes because it allows for revenue and the ads. So you can, if you want to monetize it or something. Um, yeah, it needs to be that. And I'm just like, oh, it's such a shift from TikTok to YouTube. It's crazy. Yeah. I can get subscribers. I've, I know many strategies to get some subscribers from TikTok, including going live regularly and just asking people saying, hey, I've got a YouTube channel. Feel free to subscribe. Yeah, That worked. I built a thousand followers in less than a month doing that. But I just... That's impressive. I can't ask them to follow something that I don't post on. So it's like, yeah, it's a, it's a dead, dead thing. But anyway, question yeah. for you. Yep. What's, what should I do in that scenario? Uh, apart from obviously going, Hey, give me some ideas for what you, what videos I yeah. should put out because I've got many different niches. Yeah. And my niche on, uh, TikTok is me being me interviewing people, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't think a montage of me interviewing people about the same topic for 10 minutes would be interesting for 10 minutes, right? Yeah. So what do I do? I've got a few thoughts for you here. So let's let's back it up just a little bit because so vlogs, do they work? Sure, if you do them right. Like the old school, like, hey, I'm just going to vlog about my day. That doesn't work anymore. The, no. um, like, I think it was like Casey Neistat style, like, hey, we're going to just kind of like he changed things a lot. Yeah. Um, but like oh, when I see, either. for example, like I'm trying to remember the last product I did this on, it was like a 360 camera I was looking for. There's this one creator he does create great videos, but he's vlogging as he's reviewing and talking about this thing. And so he's, it takes like three minutes to get to the point. So I just skipped the first three minutes of this video. So his watch time retention sucks because yeah. I, and, and even then I still skip because it's like, a little bit of review, a little bit of vlog, a little bit of review. Like yeah. you need to understand the psychology of the person coming to you. And you, because you have built, you, you do on TikTok understand the psychology. You just need to learn the psychology of the YouTube consumer, which you are a YouTube consumer. So this, it's not going to be a big shift. Like all these skills are going to be transferable. 
you just need to understand that it is different. And I think that's one of the big mistakes people make. It's like an audience is an audience. They're all the same. It's like, no, again, going back to that people who like to listen to podcasts, like to listen to podcasts. So you need to meet people on YouTube with their culture, with what they like, which with what makes sense to them. Like there are TikTok trends going on or TikTok creators. Uh, In fact, my wife and I were talking about this last night, seeing some ads with, um, you know, certain TikTok creators. I'm like, who's that? I'm like, I feel like I've seen them. It's a famous TikTok creator. They're targeting younger demographic. But that if someone is younger and ha- is on TikTok and that person is famous, then it's like, oh, this is amazing. You, you need to target well. And you know this. You do marketing. So on yeah. YouTube, you need to understand that. So vlogs can work. In fact, there's Ryan Tran. Um, I don't know if you've seen any of his yep. content. But he like uh, he's blown up to 10 million in the past. I think he started this challenge. Yeah, it looks like a month ago. Um, and he was at just like, I don't even know what it was. 50,000, like he was, he was growing, but like from like five figure following to 10 million to eight figure, like it's insane. Um, and his vlog is a one penny challenge. So he, it is a vlog, but it's like a Mr. B if Mr. Beast were to vlog, like it's, it's very specific. Just, I'm just bringing that up to illustrate the point that it can work, Yeah, but it needs to work. He's collabed with Mr. Beast as well. Yeah. Yep. So, but it's like that works because it's serving a specific purpose because they're doing something very specific. Yeah, so you just best. vlogging it, even as a bigger channel, 80 to 90%, just like TikTok, 80 to 90% of your viewers are new. And so they don't know you. They don't like Mr. Beast gives value and payoff in that first like 15 seconds every single time Yeah, uh, because it works. Um, yeah, I don't know if you know. Yeah. Yep. Like Evan Carmichael, I don't know if you know who that is, but his is, he's one of the best YouTube consultants I've seen for like service-based businesses, thought leaders, business, like he has a very specific niche, but one of the things that he said, and I, I'm actually having him on the show cause I, he said yes to come on. He has like an 8 million in his audience or something That's crazy. So cool. Um, but he said at one minute you should have 70% retention. If you have 70% retention at one minute, you know, it's going to be a good video. Um, so that's kind of the goal, which means you need the hook. You need, yeah. Like you have all this stuff in that first minute you really need to do. So ideas for you. Could your interviews like that work? Yes, absolutely. You're going to have to make, make it bigger than the TikTok. It's not just this fun fact, this cool little thing. And it's going to loop like on TikTok. it, It can be really, really short and people are like, Oh, this is interesting. I'll watch on YouTube. People are finding you usually be at the beginning from search, but 75% of your views come from recommended. And so if mm-hmm. you can get YouTube to recommend your video, you're golden. But that's FYP. That's FYP for YouTube. Yeah. Yep, exactly. But it's yeah. kind of hard because it is usually that traffic starts either with your current audience or with search or both. And it has to kind of reach a certain threshold. Like on TikTok, it'll just throw your stuff in the FYP. It might not be there very long. But like for a certain small percentage, it'll just kind of throw it out there. YouTube doesn't do that. It like proves content out before it starts recommending. If you go through my um, new channel, We Are Video Makers, um, I did some things. I was te- I really started as a test account. I did a couple of things you shouldn't have done, but I was just the reason I started was to test. And it like almost none of my videos have been recommended. I've really been working on it the past couple of months, and I'm finally starting to see new videos get into recommendations. Yeah. And so it's that's the gold but it does take some work. So um, yeah. I think what you're doing I mean, can work. Anything. You just have to design that's, it. That's SEO. That's, mm-hmm. you know, touch points. And there needs to be, you know, multiple touch points before anybody trusts you, including, I guess, the algorithm. Because with TikTok, it doesn't happen overnight unless you're incredibly lucky. 
Yeah. And people end up trying to chase that lucky person. Like the story yeah. of Charlie D'Amelio, she posted a dance thing and she was at school and then the phone started blowing up throughout the school day and she's like, what's going on? And she just yeah. like won the lottery somehow. There's more to it than that, but that's just yeah. conspiracy theory. But like going back yeah. to Brian Tran, like looking at his stuff and he's doing the one cent, uh, one penny challenge thing and mm-hmm. it's a series. Like literally all of my series have been successful on TikTok. So it's just yeah. trying to find a long format series that serves a purpose with a payoff at the end and also a payoff. Mm-hmm. It's, it's literally like a TV show. Like, why yeah. am I watching this TV show for 30 minutes? Oh, something's happening in every scene and you're invested in that scene, but there's a whole common goal for the entire thing. It's pretty mm-hmm. much you have to replicate that on, on, on uh, YouTube. But to yeah. write that, I don't know. I want to do things... Yeah organically authentically candidly in the moment mm-hmm. and i'm struggling i don't know how to do that unless i'm end up which is the other kind of path i want to do the niche one is the gary v style stuff where i've got my own d rock and they're just filming everything and then i create a daily v sort of style thing but with every set single scene there's value right yeah um, where I'm commentating what I'm doing and why I'm doing it and what the result is going to be. Follow along, this is how I do it. I've tried that. I remember recording some some stuff and then I just got bored. So, and then, yeah, but go back to what I'm, what I'm trying to say is I'm asking you is do I go down that path or do I go down the creative path? I mean, it's more of a decision I have to make but mm-hmm. with my channel, I want to give more value. How do you create a long format video that gives educational value that doesn't seem like a high school class lo- classroom lesson, right? Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think it's, this is going to take a little bit more work on your part where you, I, I, I'm thinking back to, through some of the series that I've seen of yours. I think any of them can work. But you now have to have, there has to be a big payoff at the end. And mm. that's going to have to be with TikTok. You don't have to plan that because you're, what you're doing is interesting enough to keep attention for that short time. Yeah. At the end, there has to be some sort of like, and that's how Mr. Beast, I mean, don't copy Mr. Beast. He's Mr. Beast for a reason. But like, if you have, I mean, even with your like, um, I'm thinking just because the first thing popped in mind, your shoes that you talk about, and I see it a lot on Instagram. Like if there's a big payoff at the end of the video where, and I don't know how you would, how you would do this exactly. I'm trying to think through, but like mm. there's something special at the end of the video and I mean, there you, is. you make it, what? Yeah. There is a, something special at the end of the video. Yeah. There's a sneak peek at the end of the video yeah. um, okay. to the next episode, which kind of hooks yeah. you in. And then yeah. there's also uh, every sixth episode is one of my all-time favorite shoes. And then the okay. 30th episode is my all-time, all-time favorite shoot, you know? Okay. So, you know, and that's kind of how I set it up. So it's, it's going well. It's averaging for the last eight episodes, thirty to 60,000 views. Um, yeah, okay. Nothing I mean, spectacular for someone that has yeah. a million followers. But And TikTok is – they – are either incredibly good or incredibly terrible at yeah. showing it to your, like, you know, TikTok yeah. way better than I do, but I've well, noticed that where it's like, here's the theory. Here's the theory. Because I'm not niched in my channel. 
Yeah. One day I'm talking about sneakers. Another day I'm talking about kids who like 90s hip hop music. That went that yeah. went half a million views in two days, right? More views than all my other sneaker videos almost put together. And I'm just wow. like, oh, yeah. Huh. And and like again, it's it's the, obviously the luck of it and retention and the hook and because I use yeah. Jack Harlow as the hook. Um, yeah, and and a lot of the people were from America as well. So I'm just like, oh, you it's just unsolvable. <laughs> Going back to the YouTube side, I'm happy to niche more into the YouTube side. So okay. it's just a matter of personally, how do I do long format for my fun personal slash influencer slash entrepreneurial life? Or do I focus more on the educational stuff where it's more of a service-based channel where I'm giving value and talking maybe doing podcast snippets as well. I don't know if that would work, but just going on a rant, you know, but making it interesting and keeping people involved. Yeah. And now just like thinking about thinking out loud with you, the easier option is doing the first one, which is me being myself, doing my everyday thing and giving value throughout the day. It's just a matter of how, who and when, why and how. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it's it, and it's just consistency. But another question I have for you with the YouTube stuff yeah. is, how often should I post on YouTube? That is an excellent question. The nice thing here is, near there's only there's not very many parameters that prevent you from posting and being successful. One thing I would say, like you go to the extreme end, Twitter. The length of a Twitter post is like fifteen minutes, twenty minutes. Like you could post eighty Twitter posts in a day and still be successful TikTok, it's more towards that end still and you can't post 80 times a day but you could post i would you would know this better eight ten times a day i would say if you really wanted to like maximize the volume yeah. you could absolutely post on yeah. youtube you can't do that i would not post more than if you're posting shorts as well like one long form and one short a day. That's the maximum yeah. I would post. Okay. I, I don't think I mean, you could do any more than that. I was hoping um, you'd say something like twice a week is a maximum. Yeah, that, that's, that is the absolute max. I'm going to go to the minimum and I'm going to go to like the, what I've seen best practice wise work the best. The minimum I would say is once a month for a good long form. Um, shorts are separate. We can talk about short separately if you'd like uh, but for like long form videos the channels that i've seen be successful i have seen channels that do one post per month at millions of subscribers and that is what they've done the entire time so that can work wow. but theirs is like hyper planning the video i don't think this is the type of content you want to make optimal that i've seen one to three times a week for a long form yeah um, one to three is a good range because yeah, yeah and and what is the optimal long format uh, the length that is I've been digging into this a lot lately in fact I'm going to send you a link to a book that you should read in fact everyone if you haven't read the YouTube formula by Daryl Eves absolutely phenomenal um, the thing here with length for videos is you're not creating videos for an algorithm you're creating videos for an audience and so the audience who likes the extended version of the Lord of the Rings will sit there for six hours and watch the whole thing so if you can do that, great, do it. The optimal length for someone who watches Shit's Creek is 15 minutes. And that's what, like, so you have to come into whatever type of content you're creating and understand that. One thing that I like to do, um, for example, we have a channel where we review barbecue here locally. 
when we're creating a video, we have a topic like current, like I haven't released the video yet, but we have, um, it's pork belly smoked burnt ends. I go and I, I search in YouTube. I'm like, okay, what are the top videos on this topic and how long are they? And so when I go in there, it's like, okay, in my mind, when I started, it's like, this should be like five minutes ish. And all the top videos were between, between 10 and 15 minutes. It's like, oh, this should probably be longer then. Uh, because if you're significantly shorter than what people are expecting, they're not going to click on your video first. If you're significantly longer, well, there are some exceptions, but generally, if you're significantly longer, unless they know you and they know it's going to be worth it, again, they're not going to click on it. So if the top 10 results are all between 10 and 15 minutes and I fall at 12 minutes, I, I don't, I, I, I fit in. And so then yeah. it becomes, does my thumbnail hook you in? Does my title hook you in? Yeah. And That's I'm not, I don't have this barrier. So for yeah. you, because of the type of content you're creating, another saying that I hear a lot is as long as needed, but as short as possible. I, I somewhat agree with this because when I first started on YouTube, I would create shorter videos that were very highly searchable. So say 48 minutes. Cause it's like, Oh, golden window, 48 minutes. This is great. And my, my channel really did do well. There were some, when you start anything, a lot of things you can improve. Um, but I was racing another creator to monetization and I hit subscribers first, but he hit watch hours first. Cause his oh. average video is 15 to 20 minutes long. And I was like, oh, you can't do well with 15 to 20 minute videos. Like you're, there's no way you're going to win. Yeah. And he did beat me because his audience, he was talking about high end luxury shoes, you know, six, seven, $800 dress shoes, because that is his thing. That's his business. And so he would make 20 minute, 20 minute videos and people would watch on average for 10, 12 minutes. I'd make eight minute videos and people would watch on average three, four minutes. We had similar watch time percentage he had triple the amount of hours I did. And so both work like, sorry, if you, if you have a Joe Rogan podcast, you'll watch for three hours. If you like it, Yeah, like, very true. like if he made a 20 minute video, you'd be disappointed. <laughs> yeah. So, you, wanna, you think it's a condensed version and you left wanting yeah. more. Yeah, yeah feel exactly. It. So okay. length, there is no, there's no golden length. There really isn't, mm. but there is, if you know, based on your topic, based on your value, based on how long you can hold people's attention, there is a golden link, but you've got to, yeah. you've got to figure out what that it's is. It. So it's actually the same as TikTok now, to be honest. It's just like, yeah. you gotta, um, thumbnails are not as important because you're not really scrolling through that sort of in a way. Yeah. But I think as, uh, the search engine, uh, the search function becomes more applicable on TikTok. I reckon we can see that as a change. Yeah. Um, okay. So with YouTube, um, I've got a channel and you said you want to dip into shorts as well. Um, I've got a channel that's been around for, oh, I think I started in 2016, 2017 now. It's got like just over 2,000 subscribers. Okay. Uh, I've started to do like a YouTube, like, like a, I try to do a weekly thing, but I'm not making enough content. My editor's there to edit, but I'm just not making enough content. Um, but he is repurposing a lot of the TikTok shorts uh, as shorts. Uh, Someone, uh, Curtis, my guy, said to me, "Don't post a short every day because they're different algorithms." He said, "Post three or four times a week. Uh, sorry, three, every three or four days, um, huh. because because it's like a slow leak, and yeah, you don't want the followers to come to you or the shorts. But then when you post a video." 
uh, long format video, the algorithm will push it to those people who don't watch long format and it's going to be wasted on them as wasted data. Is that true? Yes and no. So I'm going to share some knowledge that I do have, some like hacks that I know of as far as like this actually works, and then some I don't really know because we don't really know. <laughs> so one of the things that I like that um, Daryl Eve says, he's like, if Mr. Beast is doing it, you should probably pay attention. He hasn't been posting shorts for a long time. He did. Sh he started his own shorts channel, but as far as on long-form content, he wasn't doing it. Still not, but in the most recent, I think it was, is it VidCon? I think it's VidCon. He said that if you're not posting shorts, you should be because YouTube is really focusing on it right now. Right now, what the problem is, is there are two different algorithms. So there's long-form algorithm and there's short-form algorithm. And normally that'd be okay, but they don't communicate at all, which is the problem. Because if someone watches 20 of your shorts, that doesn't necessarily mean they'll be served as recommended as any of your long-form content because yeah. they don't communicate at all. So with shorts, honestly, I think, there, there were a lot of people like, I'm not posting shorts because there's potential to damage my channel. Well, it could, it, they're separated. They're, they're, they don't talk to each other. And so I don't yeah. think it will. So I wouldn't post a short on the same day you post a long video, but if you're posting one short a day, other than that, I don't think that's going to hurt you at all. Um, I mean, I've been, uh, last month I did four YouTube shorts in a row. Okay. Um, and all of them got at least 2,000 views or more. Okay. Uh, Average is about three, uh, uh, 4,000 views. And then one that I posted four days ago hit 11,000 views. Mm -hmm. And it was a how to eat chicken wings properly. And it is a very popular topic. Yeah. Um, before that, it was like, nah, 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 low, low, low. So we're starting to yeah. really hit. But three weeks ago, we did, uh, I don't know, seven days ago, I did a trying to fit inside a Camaro, my car series, 16 views. Before yeah. that was a car series again, 22 views. So now all of these videos, it's like millions of views on TikTok and they're not hitting as well on, uh, on, on YouTube. And then yeah. my last one I posted a day ago was me parking in the Netherlands can be a challenge, 1.1k yeah. uh, views. So those numbers are good, the late last two. But it's mm -hmm. like, it seems like the inconsistency is still there like it is on TikTok. But would it be a good idea to have a, a shorts only channel and then a long only channel? Or is it still good practice to have both? So currently, I think that could work, but where one, Mr. Beast has said you should be posting shorts, two, or YouTube has said they're they're actively working on this. So normally with clients, when I work with them, like say, because I've worked with several clients that have video podcasts. And so what I would recommend to them is like, hey, someone who watched a podcast doesn't want to watch a short. That only makes sense if they're seeing both content and they're not. And so I think that's a huge miss of like, YouTube wants it to be an all-in-one, like as your channel, anybody who likes your stuff can find it. So one thing I would do, um, so two things, one, looking at your shorts here, um, you okay if I just critique a few things? Yeah. Do a laugh? Okay. Um, so number one, if you see, go, if I don't know if you have your page pulled up, yep. but if you see the first two, so you see parking in the Netherlands, how to eat chicken properly, they mm -hmm. have that little shorts icon in the right-hand corner. Yeah. 
The other two after that don't because they're over a minute. And on YouTube, it can only be a minute long. So these oh. are actually showing up as videos and not as shorts oh. because they're too long. Yay, I think, there it is! That's... I think... How did I not see that? I think, and I could be I wrong on this because I've never done this. If you go to the editor, so go into your oh studio, click on these videos. As a short, you can't edit a short in the editor on YouTube. You can, however, edit a video. And I think if you edit those videos down to be under a minute, it might switch them to shorts. I've never done that before, so I don't know. You might just have to re-edit these and, and re-upload these. But you have several of them on there that are lower views, and that's that's part of the reason why, because they're never going to hit the short shelf because they're too oh, long. Oh, shit. Um, so same that's... as on Instagram. Um, if it, if it's longer than a minute or ninety seconds now in Reels, it just gets uh, as a video. Just a and post. No oh, okay, okay. That's good to know. Um, but yeah, same that's thing. Oh my god. Part of the problem. I didn't yeah. even notice the little logo. It, it, it just didn't occur to me. Like I, I noticed the logo, but I didn't. I think. Like me, see the. I'm gonna see if we can share my my screen. That's that's we, uh... that's the tip of the day. That is the tip, tip of the day. Gold nugget. That's dropping right. bombs. Yeah. Clip that <laughs> chat. Someone clip that in chat. <laughs> Far uh, out. Okay. Okay. So I'm actually I'm gonna pull your YouTube channel up on I have it open Ooh. on Safari. I'm gonna open it here. That way we can screen share, let people see what we're we're seeing. Um but yeah, that that is one thing that's going to hinder you. The other thing is that um here we go. Bada bam. Cool. You seeing that okay? Yep, cool. Um, so we see that here, little icons and then time. And so that's going to hurt you. The other thing, when you're uploading your video as a short, if you so if you do it on desktop, there is a little button you can check that will um, allow it so that your short is not shown to your own audience. It's shown directly to a shorts-based audience oh. first. Yep. Um, and if you do that, you're no longer like the problem is these algorithms don't talk together, but how YouTube shares it is acting like they do. And so if you click this button, it's separating the two. And so your long form lovers never see your short content unless they happen to like short content and then they're shown the short content, but it's not pushed to them first to test, which if I like an hour long podcast and you have a 60 second clip and YouTube's determining to show this, if I like it. You're not yeah. going to get good results. So I'm on the page now. Where, where yeah. am I going again? It's, it's um, so live let me, help. So you click create. I'm actually going to pull up my studio. Maybe I'll upload a short. Yeah. That way you guys can see. I don't want to uh, show any sen- – I mean, I don't really have sensitive anything Ooh. on here, but let me make sure that uh, – Real time. Real time. Help. Uh, and this was kind of the ha- – I don't like calling it a hack, but it – it yeah, has helped, yeah. and I have heard it recommended several times. Let's see if okay. I can find. Excited. Okay, uh, open. So this was a clip that I did. I had Christo on, and okay, cool. So I'm going to share this screen really quickly, and show you what we're we're talking about. Okay, see, can you see this? Yep. Let's see. Okay. So if you come down here, all the way down. Right here, publish your subscriptions feed and notify subscribers. You do not want that checked. All right, so I go to customize channel first, or where do I go before I get to that? Um, so if you click create, oh yeah, yep, and then you upload your file. 
Which is the, 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 the create button. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, up in the right-hand upload, corner upload by your file. icon. Upload video? Uh, yeah, yep. So if you yeah. click, yeah. So the plus, create, upload video, and then you're going to, it'll come to this page here. And then you just have to scroll almost all the way down. In fact, it just, it just scroll says, all the way down. It just says select files for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you'll have to upload a vertical video under oh, 60 seconds. Once you do that, all this will pop up. This is where you optimize oh, the short. Okay. And what I've noticed with shorts as well is normally you upload them in, you know, on mobile, or at least I do. Um, what I've seen though, is that if you optimize it, so if you actually do a description, you know, title tags, all that good stuff, it tends to do better. It's not significant, yeah, but it so, does do better. And so, so I, I down, would I'd yeah. do it that way. So if I go down, uh, where is it? The, it's almost all the way at the bottom. Almost yep. all the way at the bottom. It's got age restriction, audience, playlist, yep. thumbnail. Uh, let me, <laughs> let me share my screen again. Sorry, sorry. This is this is why you're good. You're good. Okay, so you're seeing this here. So if you scroll all the way down, let's see. You said playlist was what you're seeing. Um, it should be under license. Yeah, license isn't there. License isn't there, is it? Interesting. License isn't there, and you uploaded a vertical video under sixty seconds. Uh, No, it's not under sixty seconds. I missed that part. Sorry. Oh, you're good. So that the nice I thing about shorts is if like you, and I noticed this was the other thing I didn't bring this up, um, but you, you were putting hashtag shorts in your titles. You don't yeah. need to do that anymore. Um, YouTube knows that it's a short based on yeah. under 60 seconds and vertical format. So if you, so if someone posted vertical video eight years ago and it was 30 seconds long, it would be pushed into the short shelf just because it meets the criteria. Wow. Um, so you don't have to put shorts in the tags. You don't have to put it in the description. You don't have to put it in the title. It's it, You can if you want, but it's not going to hurt or help anything. Okay. No problem. So, All right. uh, so but yeah, I would just uncheck that. The only comes up if it's under a minute. I thought it came up under every video, but I could be wrong. Um, but yeah, let, we'll have you do it um, sometime. Let me know if it's not there. And it, I don't think it's country dependent because for viewers, you are in you know Australia, so that's different but i i wouldn't think that that would be different could be wrong well you'll have to try it and let me know and uh we can do that but um no problem all right let's continue let's continue on it's been it's been good value so far so hashtag shorts in the title is a waste of time now Mm -hmm. yep um oh that was the other thing i was gonna say with titles with shorts it Mm. it is very much more like like tiktok used to be now tiktok's more for search but like most people aren't going to find your shorts for search. I've had one exception on one channel and the short has just continued to climb because it keeps being found in search. But most of your views are going to come from the short shelf. And if it doesn't perform well in the short shelf, it's going to stop. And so when you're scrolling, you know, go find the short shelf on your phone, see how much of the title you can see and see what titles captivate you. It's not the keyword SEO friendly titles. It's the, I can't believe this happened. And it has an interesting, it's like, oh, I got to click on that. Obviously, Ooh. you know, clickbaiting like that is getting less effective because a lot of people do it, but it needs to be intriguing mm. enough to click on. Okay. Fair enough. I, okay. I'm uploading a, a reel now. It's 17 seconds. Uh, sorry. Short. Okay. 17 yeah. seconds. 
And in the menu, there's no private, uh, there's no licensing section. No license. Interesting. Okay, I'm gonna have to do some research because apparently yeah. this is so this different. This is my for life. Everybody watching, international. this is my life. And this is why I don't <laughs> want to ever have to deal with Facebook ad, TikTok ad, Instagram ad center, <laughs> the the interface that does mm-hmm. all that. Every time I try to learn it. Someone that's teaching me on the other side is going, okay, you need to click this and then Just go here. Like, that doesn't, that doesn't appear exist. on mine. And I'm like, and it's, it's, it's a curse. It yeah. Is, oh, I, am destined to, I am destined to never succeed on YouTube. Click that. Click that chat. Oh, goodness. Oh, so bad. No, so, I yeah, think anyway, it's so, a good tip, though, for when it works. Yeah. For, for I guess for those in at least in the U.S. I don't know if it works anywhere else. Obviously, where we're trying to, it's not really working. Yeah. Um, but that said, shorts, I would say are the part of the eighty percent or ninety percent of things that you can do that are going to get you ten percent of the results. These are not. I don't ever tell someone, "Hey, we're going to focus on your shorts strategy." Um, as far right. as like getting things done first, it yeah. it can be there. Absolutely, I post shorts. I do. Mr. Beast has said, if you're not posting shorts, you should be because these algorithms are going to start talking. And my assumption is that once they start talking, because there is so much data, it's going to take a few months for it to learn, but you're going to see some channels just absolutely blow up because of let's the shorts it. that let's they've posted. Yes, sir. Okay. So post more shorts, but every two to three days. Yeah. I think that's, yeah. that's plenty. You can, you can do one every day. You're not doing a long form video because you do have so much TikTok content. Mm. I don't think that's a bad thing. Okay. Um, it's not extra work for you. It's okay. Yeah. So when they do start talking, it's going to be fine to post uh, long Absolutely. and short at the same time, but not on the same day. Still, probably. Yeah. I, I don't think going yeah. on the same day is ever going to be a good idea. Um, I could be wrong. But I just I, love, I, I wouldn't like, recommend it. Just, just a side note. I just love how TikTok has forced the competition to do better. Yeah. And yeah, they really they're have. making money from it. <laughs> Yes. Well, that, that's, seriously, I think everybody's. Aware. I think YouTube. Well, for a lot of people, for a lot of, I mean, it, you're going to have your TikTok creators and your YouTube creators. I think once YouTube is doing as well, it TikTok for short form. Um, right now, TikTok really is dominating. YouTube's dominating long form. Yeah. I don't think they're ever going to no take over each other's why, thing. That's but. why I want to push it. And the other thing is, every year, every two years, I hear on the med- in the media. TikTok's going to get banned. Like, it's happening again. Like, in Australia, they're talking about it. In America, uh-huh. they're talking about it. And I'm just like, ugh. And like, because I've been through it once, and I'm like, they didn't delete this. this they're, they're, yeah. they're, they've got too many, too much money in deep pockets. Mm-hmm. Um, I have people that work at the TikTok, some one of the TikTok offices here in the U.S. Like, you're going to, what, put hundreds of people out of work? Like, I, I don't see it happening. Yeah. But in terms of that... You know, stranger things have happened, and mm-hmm. that's not that's true. referencing the show. <laughs> um, the um, I don't want to be at the mercy of one app, and that's the primary yeah. reason I'm wanting to pivot to YouTube as well. Um, yeah. Instagram's pretty much dead. They're struggling hard. They're yeah. They're yeah. <laughs> they they abandoned their their one thing. You have to like you can add on to the thing that you do best, but when you pivot from the thing photos. you do best to compete with someone else who's already so far ahead of you. Like, because <laughs> I haven't posted many. Like, I've seen a few good creators um, pivot from photo to video, 
but mm. you can't do it for everything. Like wedding photography, photo- mm. photography, photography. Oh, you, you have to be really creative. You have to pretty much have a behind-the-scenes person on you at all times, yeah, or have like, a GoPro on top of your camera. Where Where do photographers post their content now? Like, it, if well, it, Instagram's not pushing it as well, much anymore. Then where do they have that's like, I am a photographer and this is my yeah. place. Like, well, as as a as the TikTok guy, the consultant guy, it would be the payoff point at the end. It'd be like. Hmm. Hook, I did the most gorgeous wedding today. You will hmm. never guess what the bride was wearing today. Or the, I can't believe the groom did this at his own wedding. <laughs> Obviously, yeah. you need some sort of relevant, interesting story that you can share. There's always something cool yeah. that happens at a wedding. But you have to be able to document it enough times, you know? And then at the end, here's the payoff. And be like, here's the photo, and here's the photo of it that I captured. Yeah. And then, and it's just part of the video with a slow Ken Burns, you know, zoom in. That's the that's the best way I think will work. Yeah, that's, you know, I don't know. I well, think the world is going video, so yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. Well, it's, I get why they did it, but it's been it's been um, it's been uh, calculated that the video form format will be. Mm-hmm. Uh, viewed eighty eighty three percent of the share will be video format. Viewed. Okay. I think I said yeah. that right. And uh, yeah, and that all makes sense. So, and I mean, there's two reasons, three reasons I want to do long form is because I've got a lot to say. Um, yeah. That's one. Two is you know not being in one place, not putting all my eggs in one basket. And three. Yeah. Um, YouTube is the leading monetizable social media app out there. Yeah, 100%. They, they have the best payment for their content creators. They look after them. Like I've heard yeah. stories of people jumping from Twitch to YouTube because even though the pay might not be as good, that's subjective, YouTube takes better care of their creators. So I've heard. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, and... TikTok's got a subscription-based thing now, streaming, and they've also launched recently the ability to stream uh, your game, like you, whatever mobile game yeah. you're playing, you can do that. Yeah. But people don't want to do that on TikTok. They don't want to watch yeah. that. So TikTok's kind of taken a couple of L's. Um, yeah. But I know what they're trying to do. Long term, it's all infomercial, live stream, commercial stuff they're doing on, in China, and they're crazy yeah. about it. Um, but going back to old mate Instagram, nah, they're they're the they're the bottom uh, of the pile with all of this. They've they've drawn yeah. the short straw completely. They're like, oh, I was last yeah. to the to the house. Mm. Now I'm here. Honestly, I think they've taken their long straw and snipped it off because it's <laughs> oh, like, yeah, exactly. Going like, back to the photos, yeah, exactly. Like you now, had the long straw. And while that's less TikTok? common, like mm-hmm. you could have lasted forever if you're the only yeah. photo platform. Yeah, I mean, I mean, the the photos and the stories was the perfect mix. Yeah, and then yeah. and then they tried the IGTV thing, which bombed. Like I tried yeah. it for a while, but then stories was yeah. And there's two different types of audiences for stories and for for vertical scrolling. And yeah, yeah. But now what I'm actually seeing now, like noticing myself doing. When I'm scrolling yeah. through TikTok, I'm, I'm expecting videos. When I'm going to um, Instagram, I'm actually 
looking for the photos. Because yep. I've already got my my video scrolling fix. I want photos. Mm-hmm. I want to yep. read the caption. Like, so maybe your mindset they, is in a new place. And yeah, maybe they will shift back. Yeah, I, maybe I would will. hope so. Yeah, but you need to take yeah. that same mentality to YouTube, where it's like, yeah. what am I doing on YouTube? What are people watching on YouTube? And yeah. as a creator, when you're creating things, like I I get in and I'm like, oh yeah, cool, whatever. Let's just make a video. And it's like, no, no, no. If I'm on YouTube, how do I interact? How do I watch? Like. If, and I've been doing this more for my hooks, my hooks in the beginning of my videos lately. I'm like, okay, if I watch a video, when do I leave? When do I decide, hey, this video either is going to take too long to get to the point or it's not the right video. And so I'm yeah. trying to pay attention to that so that when I yeah. create my videos, it's like, okay, what does the first 15 seconds of my video look like? What's the first minute look like? And then what does it look like after that? From and a consumer's you can point do of view, that, you have yeah. to do it from then. Uh, yeah. you know? And... And then in saying that, like I just, which I watched a, it was only a three minute video on YouTube just before to talk uh, something I needed to look up. First 30 seconds is, hey guys, welcome to another episode of blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, uh-huh. I don't care. I want yep. this bit, this bit. He gets to yep. this bit and I'm like, oh cool, something's happening. And he starts elaborating again. I'm like, I don't care. What's uh, the next step? Yeah. So that's my like TikTok mind talking going, now get to the point, get to the point, get to the point. Yeah. But I know is- like, beautiful i went on from. a three hour binge when i was in europe um from 1 a.m to 4 a.m watching uh a service station um dude it's an amazing channel i discovered it recently um okay. he catches people stealing stuff and he confronts them and it's okay. between eight to 12 minute videos and i love i've watched the whole thing the commentary is amazing like from the beginning, he's like, Ooh, that's yeah. a, he's got a personality. Yeah. And then he's like, as you can see, the, 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 the piece of shit's coming into the store. And now he's going to go around and he just commentates the entire thing. Oh, he looks yeah. at the counter. You could tell that it's, uh, that they're obviously going to try and steal something. And then they go around. Oh, they do the classic put back, but actually put it in their pocket. And they try to, and then, and then they walk out. And then, then the most fascinating thing is, the guy obviously isn't commentating in real time. It's a post-production yeah. thing. Yeah. He's using all the cameras and stuff, but he, he's noticed, he's, you can see in the some of the CCTV footage, he is looking at the monitor with all the okay. um, this things, and then yeah. he just confirms it when they slightly go out the door, and then yeah. he gets his phone and he does, because there's a specific playlist on his channel, iPhone uh, confirmations because you get an up close of them turning yeah. around going, oh shit, he caught me. And then they try to pretend they did it and yeah. it's just the best real unproduced <laughs> drama. Like reality uh, TV, what is that? Yeah. This is reality yeah. TV because it's raw. Oh yeah. my God. Like it, and it's like, it's all in one sequence because obviously, yeah. yeah. But I watched the entire video. But it's all in one seat. It's the only thing mm-hmm. they edited was um, like sometimes he slowed it down or did a replay or okay. anything. But the rest yeah. of it's all in one sequence. But and and if you go into the servo station, he's got the golden block because he's got over a million subs. And I'm just like, that's cool. Yeah. And I'm just like, I need to find my thing. And it's not because like obviously lots of followers, monetization, all those reasons before is great. But yeah. it goes back to the core thing. What is my thing? And yeah. that's what I need help with the most. So if we start this, this program together, what is the, from knowing me and watching my content, mm-hmm. what would your kind of, if you're in my shoes, how would you approach yeah. it? I think, so 
I've changed my viewpoint on this a bit because how I was coaching clients, it, while it worked, it was a little different. So let me, I'll briefly explain it and then I'll briefly explain yeah. where we're going. And then I think we can, even if you want to work through some of this live, I think this would be helpful for people to watch. Yeah, um, usually what I would do is I say, Hey, let's create an avatar. People, I, I feel like I'm realizing people understand the word avatar differently. Um, for marketing, it's like, oh yeah, 25 to 45. Like it's this big range. Other people, it's like, yeah. yeah, for me it was, okay, avatar is not a group. It is one, two or three people, hopefully yeah. two or less, but it's like, we're gonna name them. What's their pet? What, the what's same. their, like yeah. literally everything, which is great because then I, I can think of this person. Um, the problem, we'll discuss the problem with that here in a second, but then after we do that, we create three pillars of content. And so you have picture YouTube channel being held up by three columns. So one, one column. So for example, my channel, you could group this into video equipment, um, to make videos, tips to grow on social media and then monetizing. And so we have these three pillars. They, they hold, they hold up this YouTube channel. This can work. Absolutely. There's nothing wrong with this, but what I've noticed is that if you go this way, you might end up creating content that you don't love at some point because you are, you're creating content for a specific someone else. Um, and when a lot of your previous person or who you used to be on your journey fits into that. It works. Okay. I think, but the core of this is you need to create content for you, for you and for your audience. So yeah, explain that like combination. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I say this almost yeah. every day to people that okay. ask me the same question. It's the same. Yeah. Principle across the board. Okay. So, so keep, keep going because yeah. I know everything you're about to say, but for the benefit of the people. Yeah. So what I've shifted to is knowing exactly who you're talking to is not nearly as important. What you need to understand is the psychology of why they're coming to your channel. What is it yeah. that that person, whoever they are, it's going to be more of a group. Yeah. And well, and what, what problem are you solving? Are, like yeah. Ryan Tran that we brought up earlier, extreme, you know, vlogging, like you have this dopamine hit, you have this, like the whole purpose of it is suspense is uh, like, there's, he's not teaching you anything. There's no question he's answering. Like he knows exactly what his purpose is. So for mine, you know, I, and I am pivoting a little bit because I'm, I'm working with an agency and we're doing some things, but right now, you know, pivoting into helping you build your personal brand and create better looking, better sounding content to do that. So whether it's your video podcast, it's a YouTube channel, like these things where it's removing the barrier <laughs> that people have in thinking you're the expert because you now look and sound the part. Um, so it's no longer, I don't have a name person that I'm picturing. I have this group of people and the problem that I'm solving is how do I build my personal brand? So when I think about that, it's like, what question are they going to ask? How can I solve that? What, like, are they going to want to watch a 30 minute video, an hour minute video, a five minute video? Like I can, I can think about this person and what they're going to ask. So for you, I would look at your TikTok content, your audience and take the thing that you love the most from that and list them out. I like not the thing, the things, all the things, what, what kind of content do you make? What do you talk about? What do you like? Just write it all down and look at it and see what you would like talking about the most, because you're going to be talking about it, not for 15, 20, 30, three minutes. You're going to be talking about it for a long time. And so yeah. what in that content could you do for three, five years and talk about at, at length? And I would start there. I think also something that I do, that's a problem is I would recommend people niche down a lot when you first start 
but I think it is more like TikTok where you kind of need to test. You kind of need to figure out, like create yeah. but, a but, kind of a grouping and yeah. figure out what works. Go ahead. For the shortcut though, I've done my A-B yeah. testing for the last three years. You have. Mm-hmm. I, I have the, the most successful pillars. A lot of yeah. them actually I don't want to do anymore. Like surprisingly, yeah, a, I don't, don't do them. <laughs> care about the chicken wing stuff anymore. Sometimes yeah. I kind of feel like it spontaneously and it goes viral. I'm like, oh yeah, cool. Yeah. But I know that trap. I know the yeah. trap of being a circus performer, but being poked by the, you know, the crowd going, hey, do a flip, do a flip, because yeah. we like you, you know? It goes yeah. back to that OG episode of The Simpsons where Bart goes, I didn't do it. And he becomes famous for saying, I didn't do it. And then he got it. over it. Mm-hmm. He wanted to do something else. Comes out, starts doing other stuff, and they're like, just see the line, just see the line. And he's like, this sucks. <laughs> Perfect yeah. example, right? Yeah. The Simpsons, they just know that. But like for yeah. me to answer the questions uh, to fast track this philanthropically, I want to help the youth become self help help them become more self aware, help them make better decisions in their life without going down the rabbit hole of the education system, the university or college system to please their parents and all that jazz. Because I was there, I was a teacher. Yeah. It sucks. Yeah. And the kids, they're so clever. But no one listens to them. No one ever listens to kids. No one listens to us when we were kids. But yeah. then some of us break the cycle and realize, holy shit, I'm still that inner kid. So yeah. like this video that, that I did the other day when I was interviewing the kids, I was like, oh, you don't like Jack Harlow. Who do you like? And they were talking about all these 90s um, rap, hip hop. And I'm like, okay, name them. And then they did. I'm like, okay, what's your favorite lyric? And they, they did. And I was like, this is great. Off camera yeah. afterwards, and I wish I recorded this, I was giving them some life advice, and they yeah. loved it, and they were talking about it after for ages. And I'm like, that's my number one. My avatar is uh, a 15, 16-year-old boy or girl who are uh, like excited about getting started in their life in, in, as adults, but they're scared about the work life because they don't know what to do and they're in fear because they feel like time's running out but they have so much time and i want to help them i want to that's that's the educational side of me where i want to give 10 i actually tried this actually on my youtube channel i I try to do a series where i'm going to go from year seven grade seven which is the start of high school all the way yeah. through to grade 12, the senior year. I'm, like, I'm going to break down every year that, I, that uh, what I did. And I might do that. And I love doing that. And I talked for ages. But it's, it's almost a monologue. Yeah. So I don't know. It needs to be planned a little bit better, right? Or yeah, maybe well. halfway through or like bits of it, I go and interview specific year sevens interview year eights year nines or whatever you know yeah um but yeah, that's just me brainstorming off the top of my head but the ultimate pillar for me i will never get bored of this is helping high school kids uh realize how they need to plan into the adult life without um dictating to them this is what you have to do it's these are the things that will happen to most of you and guess what? You can do whatever you want, you know? Yeah. 
I love that on my TikTok. It was the best because um, when I did the COVID thing, I had 20,000 kids live streaming to me across one week watching me teach maths on TikTok. Okay. Whilst all the other teachers were figuring out how to unmute themselves on Zoom. Drop the mic, right? And they were like, "Uh, can you do... Can you put these as YouTube episodes? Can you do a 10-minute yeah. video on how to do Pythagoras? And I did that, and it worked, and everyone loved it. But I didn't want to become that specific top, like, maths teacher, educator person. I wanted to do life, life experience stuff um, from observation. So that's, that's the number one thing I wanted to Okay, so now that you know that, and now I'm, mm-hmm. I'm con- content with that, What's next? Okay. So I'm, I'm going to say this so I don't forget. So you remind me, we need to talk about content buckets because they are different than pillars. So I forgot to mention that earlier. Um, content but content buckets. So knowing that what you've just shared, I feel like you, you're going to kill this. Like this is a huge opportunity. The problem that I see you making is the one all of us make. Cause we, we're, we're so in it. We're so like zoomed in that we can't see our own problem. I do that. Like, I am the YouTuber expert. I, I feel like I have a lot of growth to do, but like, I can't see my own problems. I have to go to other people because we can't ever see our own problems, but you have perfected how to keep your avatars, you know, these 15, 16 year old kids attention on TikTok, And then you go to YouTube and you do what you feel like is right on YouTube, which is longer videos and talking. But in doing that, you've disconnected from how these 15 and 16 year old kids actually think like they they're used to TikToks. they're used to short form content mm-hmm. they use they don't use google to search anymore they use TikTok to search which is crazy yeah. like yeah i, I can't TikTok's i different. can't comprehend that <laughs> like <laughs> but so what you can do here is on TikTok, you do these very very short rapid fire condensed like where, where you're interviewing them it's really really short and then you have like I don't know, kind of this heart-to-heart moment. Record those moments that you didn't record. Record those moments. Have just a, just like a hint of it in your TikTok, and then have some. You would know how to do this better than I would. Some sort of call to action to go to your YouTube for the long version, and then on YouTube, you know, do that little interview. Have you know, have that a little bit longer. You need to keep it engaging, but then have that heart-to-heart with them. Have it and. Don't make it a long monologue. Don't make it crazy long because, again, you need to think about how they're thinking. But if there's 30 to 60 seconds of life advice in there and they can see this other person like them being like, yeah, actually, you know what? I didn't think about that. And then you clip to another interview where it's like it's still more rapid pace. You're going to have to do more rapid pace editing just because of who you're targeting. Like when I'm talking to yeah. people I want to build a personal brand, I can do a monologue for 30 minutes if I'm really giving value. That's fine. Yeah. 16-year-old. 16 year old kids, you, you can't do that. You're going to lose them. That makes um, sense. Most of them. But if you have these moments where it is longer on YouTube, it is that heart to heart, you are kind of mimicking. And honestly, at first you could try just doing the long version of your TikToks and kind of mash a few of them together with maybe a theme around the life advice you're giving. But this life advice needs to come in little tiny morsels, not yeah. don't, don't try to force feed them. Yeah. No, well, the the way that I'm super confident with doing that, and thank you for that. That's it's it's yeah. quite obvious, and I know exactly what you're saying. And thank yeah. you again. Um, for me, I always talk from observation. I always tell a story, mm-hmm. and hence why the kids yeah. related. It wasn't, yeah. sir. How uh, I'm, I'm feeling a bit sad. How do I do it? And I'm like, just yeah. get over it. No, I never would say yeah. that. I would yeah. go. 
when I was your age, blah, 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 this yeah. was the result, you know? And they were like, yeah. oh my God, you know? So that's what I reckon we're going to do. Always speak from observation, not mm-hmm. uh, preach. I'm not a preacher, um, yeah. but you know, like it, there's always a story behind it. And that's why I reckon I succeeded better as a teacher because I started my degree when I was 24. I had five, six years under my belt as an ex, like with life experience and yeah. I never let that go because I was always wanting to do stuff. And then yeah. when I became a teacher, my biggest breakthrough, and this is, I don't know if I told you this last time, the reason why I actually started making more content and I was not private on my social media because teachers are expected to, yeah. My photography channel, or all my all my social media was private except for my photography channel. I would never make that private okay. because it was my passion. Yeah. All the kids started following it because one day I did a substitute te- lesson uh, for a photography class, and I was like excited yeah. because I was like, "Oh, this is the subject I want to teach." Yeah. Naturally, right? Yeah. Kids come in, and most of them because it's a it's one of those selective subjects, elective ones, mm. and yeah. most of the kids in the class they. Um, didn't want to be there because they didn't. It wasn't their first choice, so they mucked around. By the end of my tenure there, they were actually keen on taking photos because the first five minutes of the lesson is a hook, and my hook mm-hmm. was sharing my photos I took on the weekend, and yeah. they were glued. They were like, "Oh my god!" And I was telling stories about each photo, yeah. and then they were like, "Sir, teach us how to do that." And then they, there was a payoff at the end. So it was a real-life one-hour YouTube thing. And mm-hmm. then that's when I realized, okay, I need to do that more. And that's how I build rapport with the kids. So I was doing this back in 2018, just like that. And, th- yeah, I'm, I've just realized how this all connects now. I'm, I've, I've, done, yeah. I've done literally a five-, six-year full circle back around to going, I was, I've been doing that from the start. So, yeah. okay, so going back to what you said before, Go out yeah. anytime because kids recognize it. Literally, I went to the mm-hmm. shops today, got some food, and the girl did a double take. Like, are you the guy from TikTok? She's on a phone, <laughs> FaceTime with her boyfriend yeah. in bed. She's like, check him out. Look, say hi to my boyfriend. And he's like, oh my God, it's Seb. <laughs> That's kids, awesome. I'm like, hey, yeah. do you want a quick interview? And like, oh my God. Yeah. 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 I'll, I'll do something fun, but I'll also say something like, I'll have a list of questions in my mind, like five, 10 yeah. questions rotating about them that gives them value in their specific demographic. Log that, get one to two minutes worth, get the best 15, 30 seconds of nuggets that goes on TikTok. And then Mm -hmm. the rest is the extended version that I splice up for YouTube. That's what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, essentially I think it's, because the thing here that I'm, I'm seeing is, you've got two camps where it's like search or recommended, or some people are kind of, we teach both, but for you, for your content, 15, 16 year olds, how often are 15 and 16 year olds coming to YouTube? If they do at all, like it's, they do. They do. And what, they, what are they searching though? Are they searching Minecraft? <laughs> Minecraft. There you go. So it, it's not, I'm not as most 16 year olds. I'm, I'm weird. I have Asperger's. This is something I would have done. Go on TikTok and search or on YouTube and search, you know, life changing advice or how to do, how to build a business, like these things most 15, 16, like your, your demographic is not going to be doing that. So yeah. one thing you need to do is leverage your TikTok and figure out a good way 
to say, hey, there's more on YouTube without hurting your TikTok too much because I know sending people away oh, too yeah. much no, can hurt. Um, Mark but... Tilbury, Mark Tilbury, the one I was telling yeah. you about, what mastered it? Like, okay. if you want to know how to do it? Go check out his channel. Shout out. Okay. I'm and, gonna have to look at that. But um, but in saying that, because you're right, the the a lot of the teenagers don't care about YouTube in that way. Um, the older crowd do. The ones that yeah. finish school, the ones that wish they knew they do this, are searching it. So all of a sudden, my avatar is a range has a ranged age mm-hmm. that is a lot wider than two years, yeah. um, which is good because yeah. really, to be honest, like I, I put up a video about me teaching about percentages um, and I was walking through the shops because I did a thing with the, the, the cash lady. She was going to give me a 30% discount, but she couldn't find a calculator. And I know instantly how to calculate 30% of any number. You get yeah. 10%, you multiply it by three. It's easy. But to explain that to someone, it's like, what? How do you get the 10% though? And yeah. I did that in 30 seconds and the comments were interesting. The kids yeah. were like, oh my God, I'm learning percentages right now. Thank you so much. This is so helpful. Yeah. And the other side was 30, 40 year olds going, oh my God, <laughs> how come they never taught this like, like this in school? Yeah. So you see what I mean? And yeah. that is, that is, yeah, that is gold. So yeah. And that's now, the problem with having that yeah. specific avatar that I've noticed because it is, yeah, you need to create the content you want to create. But at the same time, unless you just want one viewer, you like, you're not actually creating it for you. Like it's, it's this delicate balance. Um, so for you, you need to understand that range of people then understand that from my perspective, 15, 16 year olds are not going to be something that they find your content through search recommended. Sure. You know, shout out from TikTok. Sure. Who's that upper range who might actually search for your content. That's what you would do. The title, the description on. But then your thumbnail, you're going to really want to target those who are for recommended. And you're going to want to make sure that content is, it's longer form, but we need to make sure that we're, we're keeping the psychology of these people, you know, in yeah. your mind. And then content yeah. buckets is the other thing I was going to say, like yeah. content buckets, right? All of the content you actually want to create, whether it does well on TikTok or not, and put them in a list. And I would say you probably only want, like it used to be three pillars. Now it three to seven buckets. And so buckets are not that they're different than pillars. It's just slightly different. Like for me, because it's no longer a pillar, no longer a main thing. I don't have to be like, I I can think about it differently. So for you, you might have these interview videos, which is one bucket, or you might also have behind the scenes, something that these 15, 16 year olds would appreciate. Like you can have several different things. I don't know what that looks like for you, but you need to write down three, you know, a long list, but pick three to seven of these that you feel like are cohesive and start testing. You have AB tested on TikTok. You know, a lot of what already works. Um, but I feel like you can be a little bit more random on TikTok than you can on YouTube. And so maybe some of these ideas seem random, but if we test them on YouTube, I think you'll find that you'll figure out which ones do well, which ones don't. Give me an example of two different buckets for me. Yeah. So for you, I, I love the interviews and I think I'm going to bring in your shoe um, series just because 15 and 16 year olds, I I feel like your shoe series is not for them, but I feel like a lot of them could be very interested in shoes. And I feel like the reason I say it, it's not for them is because I feel like some of your shoes are maybe, (laughs) you know, 
that but that when they came out the kids that are watching it when they were born oh, is no, like, they were so young but some of them are like sneakerheads they love that yeah. they think that's cool yeah. you would understand yeah. them better than that but that's yeah. that is a bucket that could pull in if it's recommended to some of these 15 16 17 year olds and they're like oh this dude loves shoes this is awesome then go check out his other channel problem is when they go to your channel they do need to find that series of shoes but they also need to find things that they appreciate and they would relate if you're going sneakerhead shoes and then life advice it's like and these are the so if you go to the channel you go um they're known as playlists i think the, the different playlists each bucket yeah is- there are playlists mm-hmm. yep yep you could think okay. of buckets like playlists yep yeah yeah um yeah so it, but I've it's got, like on my channel i've got short uh, uh, leap into mm-hmm. 2020 i was going to do one quick video every every day for a minute 20 minutes but now that was yeah. before shorts was the thing so maybe that yeah. could be a thing. um vlogs and i called it vee as a homage to uh, our lord and savior gary v um <laughs> And they didn't do that well, but I just had fun. Yeah. But there was yeah. no structure to it. And then there was TikTok live streams as well. And I had more yeah. views than that because it was value. But I, yeah, resurgence for sure. Okay. So I'll yeah. write them down. Um, pretty much know exactly what they're going to be because they're the most fun and successful and mean and, and successful as in the audience liked it. Um, yeah themes slash kind of formats and then make them into a thing okay yeah Um, and then just make sure when you're when you have that final list make sure they're cohesive enough that if if you're interested in any of these one topics the other ones don't seem too out of place like for me i can do cameras i can do microphones i can do jump to you know video podcasts because that's how to use it yeah oh yeah i mean my overall theme is education yeah right Education, so and it's a very broad theme. So I can educate yeah. people about anything. Like there's one thing that I do is called Sev's point of view, right? Mm-hmm. And Sev's point of view can be its whole YouTube thing anyway, but yeah. it's a time and a place. Not yeah. let's bang out a ten minute rant about education and how I can yeah. help because I can do that, um, and that could be a bucket as well, whether or not it appeals. But we can test it, right? Um, yeah, but my all-time favorite thing is going out. The only, the only problem with that that I can see is time, the time factor of me going out all the time and interviewing people, kids, whatever. Mm-hmm. It's I still have a business to run. So that's well, where, like, the, yeah, it's going to be a bit hectic. Beautiful thing. I don't know if this helps because you might not have it, but if you have old footage and you have some of these I was thinking moments, that too. I was thinking that too. You could use those. Also, again, like once a week on YouTube is kind of what I would shoot for. You don't need to go crazy with it is the other thing. Yeah, like, I mean, that was the original plan. So 52 a yeah. year. Um, the other idea is uh, obviously live stream. Get them get them on on live stream or um, do a call in or something like that. Yeah, cool. Yeah. All right, from there, what happens? From there, I mean, you're going to start getting some data. The other thing I was going to say is I'm going down and looking, and I don't know what you want to do with this because your channel is older. So YouTube has some data on you. Mm -hmm. And some of these videos, as you start putting content out, are going to start taking off. And if any of the videos that you've posted in the past are going to bring in viewers who are not going to appreciate what you're doing going forward, we might want to unlist those videos. 
And yeah. I don't usually recommend this. Don't delete them, but unlist them. Yeah. I don't usually recommend this, but where you have gone through a couple of transitions in content, mm -hmm. I, I would take a look at that and I would be a little lenient at first, unless you know, you're going through and you're not seeing, you know, a lot of like, you're seeing a lot of issues. Like it's just, it's, it should be working, but it's not, you've given it time. YouTube, you have to give a lot more time than TikTok or really any other platform. Um, but some of these might need to be unlisted. Yeah. They might not, but it, just, just know that's something you should yeah. do and should look at and be like the person who appreciates this and is going to follow me for this. I don't yeah. want that viewer because that's not helpful. Yeah. But like if you go down to the bottom, you see the TikTok live streams I kind of did that. Mm -hmm. so it's a new project was started 2019 stream live through TikTok and answer questions for students and adults through storytelling from my personal life experiences. I had that idea back then and I just stopped doing it. But I think yeah. it was the format and I didn't stop doing it because there was like low views. Like I was happy getting any, this was back when I had like two, 100, 200 uh, subs and I was yeah. stoked to me, to me, anything over a hundred views was deemed successful. Um, and then, yeah. And then I stopped after what episode seven by the looks of it. <laughs> yeah. One, oh, one thing yeah. I, w I want to point this out really quickly and I think yeah. we might've said this, but for, if you have 1000 subscribers, you're in the top 20% of all channels on YouTube. So cool. you're doing a lot better than you think you are just, just so you're aware. <laughs> well, I've um, got 2000, but like, does that make me in the top 10% now? <laughs> no, that doesn't work like that. I wish I knew the, the metrics. I think it's, um, if you're at 10,000, you're oh, in the dear. top. He's frozen. I think it is top. What's happened? At 10,000. Can you hear like me? That. Hopefully you can yeah. still hear me. So, oh, here yeah, we go. yeah, I can hear you. Yep. Yeah. So um, you said what happens next? So this is, I mean, this is the rinse and repeat where it's, yeah. you want to dig into your data. You want to look at things you want to, thing that I like to do and where this is something you want to be very serious about, I would do this. Um, TubeBuddy um, does have tools. I mean, obviously optimizing, but right now what I'm doing is I'm taking every single one of my thumbnails, I'm creating two versions of them and TubeBuddy will let you A-B test. And so every single day it's switching it out and I have it run until it's statistically significant. So I'm picking one thing to perfect. And once yeah. I get enough data, all my thumbnails are going to kind of be the same style. I'm gonna have to go back and do this, but then you're gonna have a cohesive look. And so every time someone sees my thumbnail, Oh, it's Zach. Oh, it's Zach. Oh, it's Zach. Especially with kids. You're going to have to do that where you're figuring out, you're picking one thing and really focusing on it. Your thumbnails are going to be huge for you. Titles, descriptions, all that stuff does matter but your thumbnail is going to matter more than anything. And then your hook that first, you know, 15 to 30 seconds, making sure you're getting that. And then te figuring out your format is going yeah. to be important. So very true. Like testing all these things. Cause you do the, the, the thing that I hate. And the problem is you, when creators have been really successful on one platform, it's like, Oh, I can learn this on the other. And it's, we forget how much work and effort it took to become so oh good at that God, one platform. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but like, I you're like, Oh, I've already done the work. So now I should be good over here. And it's like, yeah, you're not quite starting me. over, but that is kind close. of me. That is kind of me. <laughs> yeah. And like three years, uh, 2,800 videos later, it's yeah. here. Like, it's a good spot. And yeah. I did a few little cheeky things in between that helped me boost it a little bit more in terms yeah. of hacking, not the algorithm, but the audience and mm -hmm. you know, little incentives. Um, but do I feel good about them? Not, but not really. Yeah. Um, in terms of in incentivizing more followers, uh, but they stuck around and they, they still watch. So I guess it was a good thing in the end. 
But with YouTube, yeah, it's it's a grind that I just have to do, and it's just TikTok so much easier because it's bang, fifteen seconds done. Yep. With YouTube, it's oh my goodness. But, hey, if people have managed to do one video a week or a month and get to a million subs with that yep. format, and they've done it since the beginning, mm-hmm. anything can happen. So. Yeah, and I've listened to a lot of creators recently. Like, a lot of people like it's too late. I can't do this. And like, I would argue when I started, not me, them, but they're like the algorithm sucked, and so I created so much content to get found. And now, the algorithm's amazing. They fix so many things. There are problems still, but there's so much. And so, if you are good at what you're doing, like they always say, cream rises to the top. But it's not the the market is not saturated. Like the amount of people that keep coming back, like. So you don't have to be top 1%. You could be top 50% and rise. So, yeah, yeah. that's it. All right. Well, let's get, let's get to it. (laughs) Um, I I think I'm I'm super stoked with this because I don't really have any more questions after that. I mean, there's a few little things as we go along, kind of like after I upload one, I'll just be like, so thoughts on this and we can have like a breakdown of it. Um, Absolutely. I have to resubscribe to TrueBuddy, I guess. Um, yeah, I would. And the little, I hate that they just, the legend account is the one that I have. I think they're still running a sale. They were doing like 30% off, but, um, that's the only level you can run AB tests is the highest level that they uh, offer. So, um, I do think it's worth it. I have three YouTube <laughs> tools that I pay for every month. Um, that one is probably the most useful. If you were to say, Hey, you only pick one. That's the one I would pick. Two buddy so, legend. Account. Yeah. Two buddy. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, so. hold up. The, the the only thing now is I might see if I can have a surplus of episodes first so that yeah. I have three or four down the track so that if I do go on holidays or I go through a dry route of me not doing it, then yeah. yeah. But it has to be like every day I'm out, every day someone wants to talk to me, I have to ask them a personal question or ask, yeah. uh, give them uh, a question like, you know, like currently trending is what do you do for a living? Or yeah. um, if you can change one thing about you, what would it be? Or how did you get successful? Or they're asking millionaires, uh, what was what would one thing you would tell your 18 yeah. year old self? You know, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, you know, just go walk around Beverly Hills and you get a whole year's worth of content, yeah. real or not. But with, <laughs> with, with the younger crowd, it's a little bit harder, especially with like, who's this guy talking to these kids and recording them and stuff, yeah. it's a public place, but then it's like mm. all this gray area. Um, yeah. Obviously I'm a public figure now and all this, you know, there's a lot of um, things to lose. So I obviously yeah. I'm not an idiot and I'm not a weirdo. Uh, even yeah. though people go, oh, he's got the mustache, he's sus. <laughs> I've got a white band too, so that's not yeah. even, that's not, <laughs> not better. But um, uh. yeah, I think it's just a matter of building the surplus and yeah really kicking into it and it'll be easier to edit as well for the the people because um the non-chronological stuff is harder (laughs) yeah yeah um one thought i did have before we before we wrap this up is that um we kind of talked about the difference between those clips and the monologue i feel like if you've spent the first half of the video hooking them in with these interviews if they have a theme, you can then, you've earned the right to three, yeah. five, whatever minutes of yeah. a monologue. Okay. And that might end up being people's favorite part. Yeah. But you have to 
hook them in yeah. repeatedly, especially at that age, yeah. before you deserve to be listened. Mm. What about like so. what about like a news report going back to the studio where mm-hmm. uh, well, you have a hook at the start, and I ask, I, I went around and asked uh, the the youth of today um, what their biggest struggle is in high school. Bang, there's yeah. a hook. And I want to watch all of that because I'm a high school kid and I want to know if it's relatable. Yeah. And then I go through three interviews and then, it will, and then it will come back to me in the studio going, oh my God, I wish someone told me that advice when I was at school. Yeah. What else did I say? And then back to them. So that sort yeah. of thing. Yeah. 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 Especially where you're going to have to cut a lot to keep their attention, but things like that where like, and you, you need to make sure this is going to be the hard part is making sure they understand there's a payoff coming at the end, something, whatever it is. Um, but I actually like your idea better where it's like, we're going to cut in some of these like mini monologues, maybe throughout the video yeah, instead yeah. of yeah, that's the monta- montage and then yeah. a few minutes. I reckon so you're going to know your, your stuff better, but I think hopefully this gives you at least solid direction to go. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So it would be a kind of a touch and go sort of thing between myself and the editors that are doing this as well. But at least yeah. each and every mini interview can also double up as a TikTok anyway. And then there'll be a call to action going, yeah. me back in the studio or something during the TikTok going, there's a whole video about this. Yeah. You know where to go. Yeah. And that's it. Go, yep. go check out my YouTube channel for the full video. No, algorithm doesn't like yeah. that. TikTok doesn't like yeah. that. There's a whole, there's a whole map. There's a whole extended version of this video. You know where yeah. to go. That's it. That's it. That's the. That's the. And you'll be a master of that, and that—that's how you use TikTok to build yeah. YouTube. Yeah, hundred percent. And yeah. you're well, gonna do amazing at that's this. Me, that's me referencing Mark again. He just—that's how he did yeah. it. He would go like he would have like a like a, a back and forth with himself, but his two different characters, and then yeah. one of the characters would go, "But Mark, how how do you know? But but how, no no, it's not Mark. It's just two different people talking about like investing." Or okay. Something how do you know yeah. so much about investing? And he'd yeah. be like, he'd look at the camera and goes, I follow Mark Tilbury. <laughs> it's yeah. so fucking good. It's like 55. Uh, but anyway, yeah. <laughs> oh, I love your work, uh, man. That's awesome. Oh. No, I appreciate it. I, I'm glad we did this. I, I learned so much from you and I need to go back and rewatch ours because I've, I've man, slacked a little bit nuggets, on TikTok, man. but drop some nuggets. Absolutely. <laughs> appreciate it. Oh, awesome. Cool. Um, well, we uh, again. Where where can people find one? Go rewatch our episode where Tick or where Tick where Sev dropped all the bombs on TikTok. We it's on Amazon and uh, it's not on YouTube yet. I need to go through and edit it. We're gonna put it on YouTube so you can find it there. But oh, Sev, where can where can everyone else find you? Um, if you just Google the Sevo Show, you'll be able to find me on every channel or Sev's Picks S E V S P I C S because. Love it. The social media channels decided to get rid of photos. Now it's Sev's Picks. Yeah, Sev's Picks. Homage to my photography. <laughs> Love it. Cool. Well, I enjoyed this conversation. We will uh, we'll be back next week. I'm trying to live stream every week, so we can maybe talk about that off screen. But um, yeah. you guys have a wonderful weekend. We'll see you next time. I hope you enjoyed the show today. Make sure to tune back in on Friday because we are going to be bringing Coach Stone on the show. And he is one of the best content creator coaches I know. If you want to learn how to grow on TikTok, how to make money and build a business around TikTok, he's your guy. I'm super excited for Friday's episode. So I'll see you then. Well, I hope you enjoyed today's show. If you haven't already listened to some of the past episodes, I wanted to give you a couple of options. So here are a couple of guest episodes that you might like. On episode one,
one, we learned how Sev grew to 1.1 million followers on TikTok. Episode three, how to make money streaming on Amazon Live. Episode five, we learned how Chris Doe grew to 2 million subscribers and what he would do if he were starting over in 2022. Episode seven is how an 18-year-old built a five-figure a month business on TikTok. And episode nine is how to grow and monetize your podcast. I hope one of those sounded interesting to you. If they did, I'll see you in the next episode. If not, make sure to go to the show notes and connect with me on LinkedIn and let me know who my next guest should be.